Welkom bij dit congresjournaal van het Nederlands Tijdschrift voor Oncologie. In deze podcastserie brengen wij samen met toonaangevende opinieleiders de highlights van internationale medische congressen direct naar uw spreekkamer. With me today is Professor Michael Boyer, who is a clinical professor at the University of Sydney and also a member of the Board of Directors of the International Association for the Study of Lung Cancer to discuss the Keynote 598 trial recently presented at WCLC 2020. Firstly, what is the current standard of care in frontline treatment for patients with non-small cell lung cancer and high PDL1 expression? So for patients who have non-small cell lung cancer and high PDL1 levels, and that's usually defined as a tumor proportion score of 50% or higher. The standard of care has really become either uh, monotherapy with a drug such as pembrolizumab, which has the strongest data. Also, there's data to support the use of atezolizumab in this setting as well. So one of those. And there's also data looking at a combination of a anti-PD-1 antibody and chemotherapy. So either of those approaches can be used because people like to avoid chemotherapy if they can. There's a great popularity in the use of single agent anti-PD-1 therapy. Several Checkmate studies have already assessed combinations of nivolumab and ipilimumab in non-small cell lung cancer patients. How is Keynote 598 any different from these studies? There's a very fundamental difference between Keynote 598 and the existing Checkmate studies, such as Checkmate 227, for example. And the fundamental difference is that the Checkmate studies compared combination immunotherapy, so ipilimumab and nivolumab, against a standard of care of chemotherapy. By contrast, in Keynote 598, the comparison is of that combination of pembrolizumab and ipilimumab to pembrolizumab monotherapy. So it's a, the comparator arm, the control arm, is uh, immunotherapy in Keynote 598. Now, this is important because we know that immunotherapy is in fact better treatment for this group of patients than chemotherapy is. And, and for that reason, this is a novel finding. And so what were the main results obtained from Keynote 598? The main results in Keynote 598 were that there was no difference in overall survival, progression-free survival, or response rate when ipilimumab was added to pembrolizumab when compared to pembrolizumab alone. In other words, the performance of pembrolizumab alone is identical to that of an immunotherapy combination. This finding is, again, of importance because it was associated with more side effects in the combination arm. So so in many ways, it's a, a a bad situation when you add side effects but don't result in any better outcomes, and, and that's exactly what happened. What was the safety profile observed in this study, and did ipilimumab add a lot of toxicity? So the safety profile of both arms were re- was really as expected for the pembrolizumab plus placebo arm. It was exactly as has pe- previously been reported in other trials of, of pembrolizumab monotherapy. By contrast, in the pembrolizumab-ipilimumab arm, the results were very, very similar to what's seen with nivolumab and ipilimumab, but that is greater toxicity. And it doesn't matter how you measure that toxicity. It doesn't matter if you look at all side effects, all toxicities and adverse events, 
or you look at high grade ones, grade three to five, uh, or serious ones, or those that lead to death. In every one of those subgroups, the rate of adverse events was higher in the pembrolizumab ipilimumab combination than for pembrolizumab and placebo. And finally, do you think that these results will have an impact on clinical practice? There are a number of trials that are ongoing uh, looking at other dual immunotherapy combinations. And, and as yet, we don't have much in the way of data, but some of the anti-tidget uh, drugs that are being tested are certainly of great interest. And again, particularly in the group of patients with high levels of PDL1, but we will need to wait obviously, till those trials are complete and we have a bit of data from them. Professor Boyer, thank you very much for your time and also for your expertise. An absolute pleasure. We hope that this podcast was valuable for you. Check our website and tv.nl for other interviews in this series.